Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Live from Los Angeles, the Win Without Competing Show with Dr. Arlene Barrow, host and creator of the Right Fit Method, the key to professional and personal success. Now, let's join Dr. Arlene. Welcome to Episode 105 of the Win Without Competing Show. Whose brand, Clinton or Trump, will stop terrorism? What is the impact of Brexit? The Brexit vote to withdraw from the European Union is the second British revolt since Oliver Cromwell in the 1600s. Immediately after the independence won, other countries in the EU echoed the same desire to hold a referendum in their countries. We do not know whether the UK will remain intact. Perhaps Britain will stand alone. Will the EU survive? Millions and millions of Americans share the same passion as the Independence Party. We want to take back our country from the establishment. And so do they. National security, terrorism, immigration, jobs and trade are in dire need of new policies and legislation. Can you imagine living in a country in which 70% of all decisions were made by some other entity like the EU? Can you imagine how Britain felt when the EU wanted to eliminate tea kettles? Yes, I said tea kettles. I think that the tea kettle controversy was the straw that broke the camel's back. If they can't even decide about keeping their tea kettles, they might as well just give up. And the only way they could save themselves was to become independent from the Brussels headquarters. Prior to the Brexit vote, Prime Minister David Cameron invited President Obama to Britain to help him sell the status quo, staying in the EU. Obama's opinion was not well received. Moreover, Obama's threat that he would not engage in a new trade treaty if they exited from the EU, elicited disdain. Cameron made a tactical error, inviting Obama to speak. I believe that Obama encouraged rather than discouraged the independence. Cameron's second tactical error was his strong anti-Trump sentiment, which he frequently expressed. Given that Trump represents the anti-establishment in the U.S., Cameron's contempt for him was not wise. Moreover, he disregarded the Independent Party's perspective, demanding, demanding, and demanding, and demanding change. I'm repeating it because they've been demanding change for many, many years. Cameron, after the vote, tendered his resignation. 
in the U.S., the hardcore establishment on both sides of the aisle are having difficulty embracing the concept of America first. Think about what this means. It is not about isolation. Email me your thoughts. Dr. Barrow at barrowglobal.com. That's D-R-B-A-R-R-O at B-A-R-R-O-G-L-O-B-A-L.com. Both parties are rigid. That's why the number of independent voters in this country continue to rise. And then we have the Libertarian and Green parties with their presidential candidates, which further supports the dissatisfaction with our two-party candidate system. The reality, however, is that either the Democrats or the Republicans will win the presidential election. Let's look at Clinton and Trump. The polls indicate that both have high negatives on trust and honesty. The polls, prior to the Brexit referendum, predicted that the establishment would win. Those polls were wrong. Could that happen in the U.S.? Absolutely. If you believe that millions of potential voters want to act politically correct, all in for the establishment, so it appears, they could be reluctant to say that they will vote for Trump, who represents the anti-establishment. Think of these voters as the silent Trump voters. Who is Hillary Clinton? Clinton has clearly stated that she will continue Obama's policies. Is Clinton making the right decision to campaign with Obama starting next week? She might lose some of Sanders' voters. Of course, some may also go to Trump. Obama and Clinton are joined together in an interesting way. Obama denied any knowledge of how Clinton managed her email when she was Secretary of State. Recently, the FBI discovered that Clinton had emailed Obama explaining how she was handling her email when she was Secretary of State. In fact, she emailed it at the time she was Secretary of State. If the FBI recommends the indictment of Clinton on email charges, which includes proof of hacking from two different countries, it is hard to believe that the Attorney General would proceed knowing that Obama could be called as a witness. However, the Inspector General issued a 100-page report which contains his analysis of Clinton's email indicating the significance of what she did. If you are thinking about voting for Clinton, I recommend that you read a summary of that report. I also suggest that you think about how indebted is Clinton to Obama. If she were elected, could he influence her decisions? Even if the FBI does not pursue the email case in its entirety, 
The Clinton Foundation has been thoroughly investigated as well. The FBI uncovered 75 meetings between donors, lobbyists, and the foundation that Clinton attended that were not included on her schedule during her tenure as Secretary of State. The trail of money and the actions of Hillary and Bill Clinton have been carefully followed to evaluate whether the foundation accepted money improperly for favors. The foundation is valued at $2 billion, and there's more. Let's wait for the FBI to conclude their investigation and explain further. Setting the record straight about Benghazi. At the government hearing on Benghazi, at which Clinton testified, there's something she said that I heard, but apparently no one else did because it's never been discussed. The hearing lasted more than 20 hours. I happened to tune in and hear this. During the questioning, Clinton admitted she never spoke with Ambassador Stevens after she, was, she appointed him ambassador. Moreover, she admitted that she was responsible for 250 ambassadors whom she had appointed. She also said that she had no time to supervise ambassadors. If Clinton becomes president, how will she manage her direct report, as well as domestic and foreign policy with ongoing crises? Now I understand why she is giving the economy to Bill Clinton to manage. What else will he need to do? Whoever she selects as her VP, be ready to assume a significant amount of responsibility. One final word about Benghazi. For six months, Ambassador Stevens emailed the State Department requesting help. They did not respond. Why did they not respond? Why did he not have Clinton's contact info, which was also discovered during the investigation. Could a CEO do what Clinton did? It is unimaginable that the CEO of a large corporation would not provide email and sell info to direct reports. If that CEO would adopt such a policy, he or she would be fired. Why do we accept low standards of performance from our government officials? To learn more about Clinton, read Clinton Cash, which has been turned into a documentary that is expected to air the night before the Democratic Convention. Hot off the press and an Amazon bestseller prior to publication. Crisis of Character, released on June 27th. 
It is focused on the Clintons, especially the temperament of Hillary Clinton. The author is a Secret Service agent who worked in the White House when Bill Clinton was president. Note, I am not recommending either book. I am recommending the Inspector General's report because it is, it is factually correct. And then there's Sanders, waiting in the wings. Bernie Sanders, why does he not endorse Clinton? Is he waiting to see if Clinton is indicted and cannot run? Would Sanders become the nominee? Pipe dream or reality? Wait and see. Donald Trump, Republican presidential nominee, anti-establishment candidate, champion of change. Trump's challenges, overcoming objections. Trump's tendency to talk to us as if we were his next-door neighbor has been highly successful in making him the nominee. Winning the election requires about 60 million votes. For Trump to do that, he needs to change the manner in which he communicates his messages. He has done that to some extent using a teleprompter. Trump, however, is more comfortable as the next-door neighbor, tweeting and talking Trump talk, off the cuff, blundering however, is not easy for him. Those who will vote for Trump understand his big-picture goals, accept and like the lack of political polish. Usually, the VP does not significantly impact the presidential vote and outcome. The focus is on the presidential candidate, In Trump's situation, I believe that he must select a VP who knows how to drill down, capable of discussing whatever challenges the next president will face. Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House, when Bill Clinton was president, is that person. If Trump selects Gingrich, he will significantly strengthen his brand. Gingrich is like a ballet dancer. He overcomes objections gracefully and graciously as he glides through the conversation. He sticks the knife in without anyone else feeling it. If Trump wants to win, he should select Gingrich to boost his brand. Gingrich would also have a steadying influence on Trump. As for Trump University, it remains to be seen what the verdict will be. When Trump licensed his brand for a wide array of products after he started The Apprentice, he set the stage for potential problems which turned into real problems. Trump's taxes. He says that he will release them before the election. Wait and see. If Trump is elected president, 
He will run the country as a big business, working with talented people who believe in his mission, which is our mission if we are voting for him. Of course, if in fact the establishment is looking at him, the question is, will they become adjusted to significant change? If he can achieve his goals, which children can even articulate, I've heard them articulate them on television, he could change the trajectory of the country. The U.S. debt is currently $20 trillion. If we continue taking the trillion-dollar debt road, what prevents our lenders from foreclosing? Why do we assume that increasing the debt is acceptable? Why do we accept lower and lower standards from our elected officials who cannot manage the debt, terrorism, and so on and so forth? We are a country in crisis. Eager to select the right fit president, do not compare and contrast candidates. Create a blueprint of the right fit president. Select the candidate who matches that blueprint. To learn how to do that, you can refer to my book, Win Without Competing, nominated for a Business Book Award. Google what I've said about blueprints or call me, and I will tell you how to do it. My office telephone number is 310-443-4277. That's 310-443-4277. We are based in Los Angeles, adjoining UCLA. This election is critical. Select your candidate carefully. Who do you believe can demolish Radical Islamic terrorism, Trump or Clinton. The terrorist attacks continue. The CIA director says that we will have many, many more attacks. Remember to include terrorism in selecting the right fit president. Upcoming recession. Protect your career. Are you ready for a recession that is expected to hit at the end of the summer? Start planning ahead now. If you anticipate downsizing, this is a good opportunity to reflect on your career. Focus on core identity, brand, and status. My company, Barrow Global Search, Inc., has already started receiving phone calls from those who have recently been downsized. Look for a new position when you are in the driver's seat. Do not wait until you are unemployed. Most of the time, the handwriting is on the wall. For example, if two companies are merging, downsizing is common. Take action before the downsizing occurs if you believe you could become a casualty. 
Are you currently unemployed or expecting downsizing? Email your resume to resumes, that's R-E-S-U-M-E-S, at barrowglobal, B-A-R-R-O-G-L-O-B-A-L.com, and write the word brand in the subject line. I will let you know if you have an effective brand. Interested in discussing your career, including your core identity, brand, and status? Call Dr. Arlene, career branding strategist and hiring expert, 310-443-4277, to arrange a time to speak. Manage your career success, or others will. Be sure to visit winwithoutcompeting.com. Book, app, reviews, articles, blogs. Check out column entitled Conquering Stress with Dr. Arlene in the Beverly Hills Courier. Learn how to conquer your stress in both your professional and personal life. Searching for a job is not a simple matter. Being downsized is not a simple matter. Many people wait months and months and months. Some start to search afterwards. Some will never search again because they've been destroyed from downsizing. I know of such people. I work with them. I don't want that to happen to you. Thank you for joining me for episode 105 of the Win Without Competing show. Whose brand, Clinton or Trump, will stop terrorism? Goodbye for now. This is Dr. Arlene.